Welcome to the Builders Podcast, episode 43, working on the business, improving audio and video, recent agency lessons, and more. Before we dig into this episode, please subscribe to this podcast and give us a thumbs up or a like if we've earned it. Doing that will help us reach more people and deliver these valuable from the trenches lessons to those that can benefit. So of course, this is a solo episode. It's just me, Matt Levenhagen, talking to you today. And I just wanted to note before I dive into this, I talk a lot about uh, my tech situation and trying to improve my webcam, my video, and trying to improve my audio. Audio is one of those things. I was actually talking to somebody recently who did a lot of audio and or had you know, knows a lot more than I. I mean, he's a professional in terms of audio and video. He says audio is one of the things that he has the hardest, hardest time with. So I guess I'm not alone. It made me feel a little better. But actually, after this episode, I was continuing to work with things and I actually downloaded some software uh, to help me with my webcam to uh, so I had more flexibility with the settings and it turns out it also helps with my Blue Yeti my microphone and it optimized it somehow and so when I tested it the audio was almost perfect knock on wood but this may be the end of having static in the background <laughs> anyway so continuous improvement on to the episode enjoy well, here I am trying new things. You know, the difficult part about being a podcaster with video and audio is not being technically savvy in that department and having to kind of figure it out as you go. Today, I spent a lot of time with my technology, just the audio and the video, to hopefully improve what I'm doing here. You can even see that I'm actually uh, pointing a different direction again, uh, another part of my room. Uh, instead of having the window behind me. I was actually just talking to somebody about that who has a lot of experience with audio and or podcasting and video and stuff. And we're talking about windows being behind you and being backlit and stuff. Mine's not too bad because the sun doesn't come directly in there, but I still have that. And, I don't know, it could be distracting, uh, could make the video look bad. I don't know because I'm not a professional video guy. And I'm not going to hire one anytime soon. Actually, I might have a shirt book. Uh eventually here and we'll talk about that later but um yeah so today i actually uh went to best buy uh to see if i could find a new mic i'm gonna tell you a little story about my mic today uh, because my audio has been really touch and go sometimes it's okay sometimes i have a lot of background noise and things i have to try to clean up and i again audio guy i don't know what's going on i have a nice mic i have a blue yeti i've got the i've had this blue yeti for like five years a company i worked for sent it to me and it's worked fine uh for just running you know everyday stuff but now that i'm doing podcasting eh, maybe it's not so now i'm not, i don't even know if i'm looking at the audio or the this actual probably not looking at you see these are all the things you got to think about uh so but it, it so i'm like why is my audio not working well and so i went to the store and i'm looking at at the microphone options there and there's a lot of 
Blue Yetis. In fact, the one that I basically have is there. I'm like, and I'm looking at the box, I'm looking at all the settings, and I said, oh, you know what? I bet if I read the instructions. <laughs> yeah, so what I actually did is I took some screenshots of the box that really went into detail of all the options on my Yeti and how to actually use it. I did some uh, Googling, and I figured out I'm probably using it wrong. So hopefully, <laughs> there's a few things I tweaked. How I actually have it positioned, I have that tweaked. Um, I thought about getting a boon too, like one of these things that, you know, sit here or something, but I'm not going to get that fancy yet. Uh, we're just going to have it right here. <laughs> you want to see it? This is what I use. See? Blue Yeti. Um, it's not blue though, it's silver. Weird, huh? Anyway, <laughs> so hopefully I just didn't destroy it uh, and it's still recording well. But that was one of the things, but the other thing I've had issue with is I have a, a MacBook Pro. That's that's my business computer. I have a PC, that's my personal computer, gaming, all that stuff. But my MacBook Pro is all, all for my business. I don't do anything else on there. And one of the things I learned as I'm getting into podcasting with video is that the video sucks. How is that even possible? I spent thousands of dollars on this MacBook Pro just a couple years ago. Uh, yeah, the videos like um, they have the I think it's 10, it was 1080p and then the one below it is seven something right 760 or 780 and it only records on seven whatever um, so as is with the map best by anyway let's get a longy tech and see how that does I've been setting that up trying to play with uh, I mean I actually have more control too so I can play around with brightness and saturation all that stuff. I don't know if it made myself look better or worse, but <laughs> the only problem is that now I'm going to see, you're going to see more detail. So I, that's not a good thing for a guy like me that's aging. <laughs> but that's why I'm sitting back here, because I realize if I sit back, you don't see quite as much detail. And maybe it doesn't freak you out as much either. I'm, I'm working on it. I really am. Because I want you to like me. No, I mean, you, I hopefully you like me. But I want you also to like my videos and I don't turn you off just because I'm, you know, recording on poor audio and have poor quality, um, poor video, poor audio. I can't talk. Let's get into it. Let's talk about other stuff. Uh, but that's, you know, that just goes to show you, I was thinking about this as, as a topic too, is the weird thing is like, so I, I have a bit, if you know me or if you don't know me, um, I, have, I run a busy web design agency. I'm busy. Um, I work on the business and in the business. <laughs> and some of I'm from dawn up to, you know, from morning to night, I'm working, you know, and I take breaks in between. That's another conversation. But I work a lot. And I can work on client stuff nonstop if I wanted to. There, I have enough work where I could just keep her going, keep my team busy, keep going, and whatever. Um, but I have a team that can also help. So the way I have to, way I think anybody has to design their business if they want to grow and they want to scale their business up is you have to spend time working on your business and improving everything you're doing. And so podcasting is part of my business. It's a marketing part. It's a content part. And I have to continually try to improve that. So I do need to take the time 
to work on that craft. Podcast is a craft, just like web design, development, uh, whatever it is you do. Uh, it's a craft. So you got to work on your craft, become better at it. And you can't do that unless you block the time to do that. And so no matter how busy you are, you have to block the time to work on your business. I had a, a, a chatting with somebody a couple months ago. Um, I might have been a guest. I can't remember if we talked about it on the podcast or after. But we were talking about weekends, working some weekends and stuff, and how it's kind of part of what we do. He's a developer, too. I mean, sometimes you can't, it can't be helped. But the thing about it with me is I work on the weekends, but most of the stuff I do on the weekends is working on my business. It might be doing marketing stuff. It might be planning. It might be uh, accounting stuff. It might be strategizing a lot. I do a lot of that on the weekends. During a week, I'm dedicated to my clients. Uh, their priority over everything else, minus the hour or two that I spend doing this, or you know, meetings and all that stuff. Um, and I help out with marketing. Obviously, I got you know help with marketing, and, and we do that stuff. We do social media, but all all that stuff's kind of mixed in there. But that's kind of in the business, and. But I have to work on the business. And so that's really important. I think if you're in business, you're getting busy, you're doing a lot of stuff, you have to make, you have to design your business, design your weeks uh, to a lot for time for you to work on the business. And that might mean getting help or just structuring things in other ways, you know, how you, how you do your work or how much work you do. Uh, and yeah, so that's, that's important. Um, beyond that, uh, and kind of going back to video and stuff and, and doing this type of thing and getting better at this type of thing for me, um, I am actually thinking about uh, doing more with YouTube. I've thought about it for many years. I haven't been really, really super eager to do video, uh, especially live video like this, um, or real video like this with me, with this face, this mug. Uh, I haven't really... A little shy in that department, uh, but uh, I'm kind of embracing it. As I'm doing more of these podcasts and video and stuff, I'm, I'm really, I'm kind of enjoying it. Um, I think it's a great way to deliver content and value and uh, get back to the world uh, through those efforts. Um, but I also, so to do more, you know, like my podcast channel, it's it's great you know we're putting the big the large podcast the full podcast on there and now we're starting to play around with uh clips we post clips of our podcasts everywhere else um facebook and twitter and uh linkedin uh sometimes on instagram so everywhere else now we're on youtube we're going to start doing that as well uh, clips are nice because they're just really condensed uh, little pockets of information and uh, little pockets of value uh, that are easy to and quick to consume and work well with shorts or whatever on, on YouTube. We're not creating them specifically for that. We probably can improve. Again, it's one of those things we'll continuously improve. Uh, but that's the channel. But there's another thing that I do and have done, uh, and I've, I started doing it on Instagram. If you go to my Instagram account, Matt Levenhagen, uh, you'll see that I have videos from this past year, year and a half on there and what that was was experimenting with that was kind of well kind of i got a small audience i can do video 
uh, and kind of you know figure that out. But also, it's it's one of the, I really like to share my journey. I really like to through my journey and through sharing what I'm doing from the trenches. See a theme here <laughs> from the trenches. That's how you teach. That's a great way to teach. It's a way to teach, right? I want to teach people, uh, inspire people, motivate people like yourself uh, through sharing my own experiences. And through this podcast, we're sharing that also through my guests and their experiences. That's the whole idea. But that's what I was doing on Instagram is I was doing these like less than a minute clips, just sharing my journey and what I'm doing. Um, and an experience I had would just be random stuff. I kind of want to do that now on YouTube. Uh, so I'm thinking about starting a personal channel on YouTube and uh, kind of working between that and here and, and this channel, The Builders. Um, I'm talking to a YouTube friend of mine that uh, has been on YouTube for a couple years, uh, has a decent mm-hmm. following, a couple thousand uh people and he may i may talk to him and work with him to uh to refine my what my strategy around youtube and what i want to do with my content stuff uh, so i can bring as much value i'm less worried about i don't need to you know if if i ever have millions of of followers or fans on youtube or anywhere um i don't know if that's going to ever happen but I'm not really too worried about it. Um, what I'm worried about, though, is I want to make sure the content I am creating, somebody will like, right? I'm not, I'm kind of creating it for myself. I guess this is stuff I like to talk about and share. And if, if it affects one person, if I have one fan, uh, that's great. You know, I'm just talking to you then. Uh, but I would like to help as many people as possible. And, and, so I want to make sure I create a strategy and, and a content plan, um, a show that uh, more people like. Um, so, like I said, I can affect more change that way. More, not change. I don't know what I'm changing. Maybe changing you for the better. I'm hoping. <laughs> but this isn't about. It's not about me. It's about you know the content I'm delivering needs to help the world in some way. Uh, of course, there's this element of it, obviously, a percentage of it that's also, this is content for, you know, to, you know, uh, expose my brand to more people and, and stuff like that, of course. Um, but I'm trying to, that's kind of in the background. I'm trying to focus on value first and just building and, and you know, building engagement, all that stuff. But, and and thanks for coming along for the ride. Uh but yeah, so so I'm thinking about that, and you know, as you may have n- noticed, the last couple episodes I've been talking about uh, end of the year review of my business, and one of the things is YouTube. Um, that was a surprise this year; I wasn't planning on even being here. Um, and I'm, you may be listening on Spotify, Apple Music. I was going to be there. Uh, I was doing audio. <laughs> I've been there for for a year, uh, but I wasn't planning on YouTube, and so I may do more of that though. So. And then it would just be, the other thing is like Instagram, I'm trying to rethink what I'm doing there. I've actually kind of paused content. I haven't been posting much. We're posting some stuff on my business account. We're doing carousels and stuff, um, educational stuff. But on my personal account, I don't know. I just, um, I want to focus my energy more. Uh, I think what'll end up happening is is it'll be a collection like a, 
uh, a collection of from different sources, from other sources. So, like, it might be a clip from YouTube. It might be a clip from something I did on LinkedIn, a graphic we did, and just other stuff like that. I don't think I don't think I'm going to be doing what I was doing and creating content just for LinkedIn, Instagram. I would create content just for YouTube and then take clips from that for Instagram. Instagram and Facebook haven't been a big thing for us, but not a big focus. And uh, we have, you know, you can only do so much. So I think we'll also talk about this, probably be YouTube, uh, Twitter, LinkedIn will probably be our triad <laughs> focus in 2022. Um, so, and other than that, like I said, I love sharing my journey. I like teaching that way. Uh, I was also talking to my YouTube friend. Uh, we were talking about that and... I used to years ago, this is back in like 2000, before 2010, 11. I did these things back then. I had a, a, a rather large following around affiliate marketing and pay-per-click advertising. I was an advertiser back then. Uh, and I taught stuff around that. And one of the th- ways I like to teach was something called follow-alongs. Follow-alongs. I would literally record myself. Not like this. I would actually, it was more of a screen share situation. Maybe I had a picture of myself in the corner. I don't know. Uh, but I would literally take people on a journey of, of, of maybe doing market research, finding a product, setting up a campaign, you know, showing stats or whatever I was doing. And just that whole journey, it would literally I would have a series of follow-ups. And people loved that. And so I had a decent following. I had membership that got thousands of members over over those years um i probably on average i uh, had like 300 members at a time there's churn uh but so but it was it was a popular thing it was something that I, I did a lot of and I, it was probably central to what i did and so i feel the same way with my social media is i i like to teach that way and share and that's why i like this the builders you know from the trenches that's Kind of where that comes from it's it's teaching you by doing by learning from me doing it and the same with my desks um but yeah to talk about a sherpa uh i may have a sherpa somebody to take me through and help me with youtube uh help me kind of uh, get a good foundation foundational knowledge of how things work around here and uh, and stuff and if you're on if you're uh just listening to this on on Spotify or Apple Music or elsewhere, just the audio. Um, some of that, you know, like my personal channel, probably wouldn't be part of the part of the podcast. So you'd have to find your way over to YouTube if you're not already. YouTube's awesome. I literally, for the last ten years, I probably spent at least an hour a day on YouTube. Uh, I have you wouldn't even want to see my channel list. It's like 300, 500 channels that I follow, um, or I've followed over the years. I probably should go back and whittle some of that out of there because I probably don't uh, care about some of that content now, but there's, I've got, you know, a top five, 10 channels that I listen to all the time every day. I'm a nerd. Uh, <laughs> so the, so I talked about uh, the tech today, you know, working on the mic and, you know, uh, trying to improve things in that department. Uh, YouTube. Uh, one of the things that I really hope, you know, I want to talk just uh, just for a minute about consistency. I think I don't have a, a, I don't have aspirations to have 10 million followers or 100 million followers. I'm never going to. I'm not that good looking. 
And I'm not that smart. I'm just an average guy, right? I mean, I guess maybe that, that could be why I've become popular. I, I don't know. I don't care. Um, all I care about is the people I do affect. If that's 10 people, that's my tribe, right? And hopefully I'm bringing value and, and I can stay in business. That's, that's enough for me. But one of the ways that I hope to, and I, and I think it's showing this year, um, in 2021, uh, we set out in January to just focus on social media. And it takes time. Everything you can almost hear anybody say is going to take at least a year to really get any traction. I feel like we're getting traction. And I think one of the reasons we are is and it's small. It's starting, you know, and there's networking going on. There's engagement and regular people, the same people post on some of our stuff. We're engaging with it. And that's awesome. That's the idea, right? You can start small, hopefully. Uh, but I think w what's helped to this point, and I hope will uh, anticipate uh, working well for us going into next year and beyond, is consistency. It's not, you, you can talk about volume all day, how much you do, what you're doing, and all that stuff. But if you're showing up every day doing it, every day we post content. We're posting, if you look at all our social media, there's content being posted every single day, at least a couple, some of them might be graphics, sometimes videos, clips from the podcast, um, might be just random quotes from math uh, on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, YouTube. We're, we're, well, not YouTube. We're not every day on YouTube yet. Could happen. My Sherpa might take me in that direction. But, uh, but we're doing it. We're being consistent about it, and I think that's really, really helping. I'm not being as consistent on LinkedIn and Instagram, uh, and I can on my personal one at least, and I can see the effect of that because when I do posts now, I don't get as much engagement. For a while, I was I was posting like multiple times a week regularly, and so I was getting more and more engagement. And then now I haven't been, so now the, I'm not favored in that algorithm, uh, but. That's important, I think. And so those people, when you do when you do get a fan, they have to still, in order for them to stay a fan, they have to continually see your stuff. And like I said, I'm small. I'm small peanuts, but I can see this just for the little bit we do. If we stop showing stuff for any length of time, then the algorithm's going to start showing that person other stuff, and then that's going to favor over ours. So I think we have to always be in the mix and, and uh, putting regular stuff out there. Take it for what it is. Um, so I wanted, one of the things I wanted to really do today is, um, I don't know how far we are in here. I, my last episode went 45 minutes. I, I didn't even realize it as I was talking. I'm like, how did 45 minutes just go by just talking about stuff? But, um, so we're only at about 2021 20, right now. So we're good. I hope you don't mind. Um, thanks for still being here. <laughs> you haven't left yet, right? <laughs> Some of you just did. Um, no, I'm going to talk about recent lessons. So this is, uh, I thought this would be a really interesting segment. Maybe this would be something I could bring back, at least in my solo ones. Uh, so, and, and by the way, uh, just as an aside, um, we do have guests coming. Um, I literally have five people I'm talking to right now. I have two lined up and a couple more I'm talking to. Uh, they're coming. Uh, starting next week, I have guests coming in. Uh, we had this kind of weird 
a lull here for a week or two, and so you got just me. So hopefully you don't mind. Uh, but next, hopefully starting, this will post Monday, and then hopefully that next Monday I'll have a, a guest for you to enjoy. Uh, Jennifer's actually coming back. Jennifer Denny, uh, agency owner. Uh, so recent lessons. So this could be a new segment, recent lessons. So I know this is like pulling things out from the last couple of weeks of things that I've uh, been working with on, for clients and stuff. Um, and so I just picked a few of those things and I thought I'd just talk to them a little bit. Uh, the first thing is managing client expectations. <sighs> so I have, I, I was working with a client uh, a couple of weeks ago and uh, actually an agency and we were struggling for some reason. Uh, I, what I was doing, I did the design, um, I did the design for this one. I, did, I designed a whole website, uh, redesign, and then uh, my team built it, right? And but for some reason, we were waiting on content. Things kind of lagged a little bit. Um, that's a that's a very common thing. I mean, we're ready to design and go, but uh, it's waiting on content. We need that. Um, but then at some point, as we were delivering it, for some reason, that last week was I was getting. Uh, emails forwarded to me from the client. So it was the you know, agency, the client, they were forwarding stuff. How should we answer this? And it was about the client was like losing, uh, losing their minds. They were, you know, they were kind of, they were upset. Why is this taking so long and all this? And now for me, it's, it's really, really important as I'm working with clients and stuff that we manage the expectations. We can't overpromise. We got to always be communicating with them to make sure that they know where we're at, even if we're behind, even if we're having issues, or if we're waiting on things. We'll know. We're, we didn't get this content, so we were waiting for a week for that content. Two weeks, I think, in this case. Uh, explain that. But in this case, it was kind of weird because I actually I talked to the agency because um, I, mean, I love them. Right, um, and we have to. You have to be able to have those conversations, though, to improve your processes and communications and how what we do for their clients. But in this case, I'm like, I don't need to see <laughs> these net messages from your client. The thing, the thing in that situation was that for me, as as an agency partner, the the client is actually their client. I'm the client of the agency, or the agency's my client. Yeah, uh, so so I want to hear from them. They they should be sending. And this works with other agencies. They send me say, Matt, where's this at? Or what? You know, they ask me. I don't see anything that's going on with their client. I don't see how upset that client is because that's not helping me. Any, right? It doesn't. That might upset me for no reason. <laughs> um, so it's my, in that case, I, I let them know. I'm like, you know what, I'm, I'm here. I need to make you happy. I will know that maybe the client, maybe the client's not unhappy over here or they're not happy over here, but really it's you. You're the one that shouldn't be happy with me <laughs> if there's an issue. Um, so there's that insulation there. But, but in that case, and I, I said, you know, so it's really important that you guys manage those expectations with that client and, and communicate with that client and calm them down. 
<laughs> if you can have that stuff off, if you're just honest with them and and um, make sure that they have a, an understanding of what the time frames are here and why things might derail. Um, we're not superhuman over here. We can we can't uh, read minds and all that stuff. Um, but I think you know they have to manage that on their end. And it's just like me managing stuff. With, we have direct clients too. I'm always communicating every week, touching base, see what's going on, or telling them what's going on. Uh, if we're a little behind on something, if we're juggling too much, what's your priority? Um, this is going to take a little longer because of this, X, Y, Z. So always be communicating. Communication is so important. Um, but if you have a client that their expectations are that you're going to do this in a week or two, where you never even talked about time frames, and they're wondering six months, wondering six weeks later why they're just now getting stuff. That should not happen. They should just they should have known or understood uh, up front. It's important. Got to keep. That's how you keep people happy. <laughs> I, was, I was thinking the other day. As part of my, I feel like my job as an agency owner uh, and a web developer designer is uh, I'm kind of manage happiness. Uh, I make sure that everyone's happy week in and week out. So I make my rounds. Is so-and-so happy? Are they happy? Yes, they're happy. Okay, good. I'm going to make sure this person, oh, they're not. Oh, that's a potential. They couldn't be happy. So I better focus on that a little bit. It's a management. Like the priorities are actually around happiness. (laughs) That should be like some slogan we have. Um, over here is, you know, we're managing your happiness. Um, actually, a kind of part of our slogan is, um, with the ma- maintenance side of things anyway, is uh, p- part of what I say in my copy is we're, you know, we're, we alleviate your stress. We don't want you to be stressed out. Our goal is to, so that's part of happiness. If you're happy, you're not stressed, hopefully. Um, but we're going to take away that stress, take care of the tech side of things so you can go build your business. <laughs> Uh, so what else? Um, another one here is uh, say no to email. <laughs> I had this conversation too the other day. Um, a couple people, I periodically have this conversation where uh, I, I said, you know, like a couple of years ago when I first started my agency, I had this cool big idea that I would be able to get people to use the tools I use. <laughs> that my clients be like, yeah, okay, we'll, we'll use Asana or we'll use Trello, uh, but it doesn't work that way. Uh, we have to be flexible on our end to work with your tools. And some of the tools that we use, the client that uses Asana, we used to, we moved to Trello. Uh, we have clients that use Trello. We are, are willing to use Trello. Um, but this year, you know, a couple clients we now have using Basecamp. And I did actually just talked to uh, someone else about using Basecamp as well. They want to use Basecamp or do use Basecamp. Um, so Basecamp's now in the mix. Um, For us, it's a matter of just being able to have a central place where all those notifications come and manage them and make sure. Because that's my challenge is make it, we have a lot of different places we're checking stuff, but there's some way to filter that. Um, And then some people just, you know, love to still use email. But email's tough. Uh, We had a, this past week, newish agency we're working with. and we're but I we're working on like three projects all at once, three different clients, three different websites. Uh, one of them, you know, we're doing different things for the different uh, websites. But there was a day this past week where 
I, I could sense they were getting confused. I was getting confused because we're trying to, and we have a separate email account for them. Because I have my own company email with them. Uh, it's a white label service. <laughs> and I was like, okay. Because <laughs> they had mentioned Basecamp at some point. I said, you know what? Uh, you said something about Basecamp. <laughs> and within an hour, we were on Basecamp because I think they realized, wow, it's just so hard, especially if you've got a lot of different things coming in to keep track of that stuff. And I use, I have systems within email where I'll use labeling and, and starring things to make sure I capture them and follow up with them. But it's still, it can become crazy, especially, you know, as an agency that has multiple situations like that. We have multiple accounts like that. We have our email, our central email, then we have agency emails. <laughs> um, and then we have our project management systems. So, uh, so that was one of the things, but you know, I think if you're going to work with uh, an agency or if you're an agency working with other agencies, whatever, um, try to lean towards working with content management or uh, not content management systems, um, uh, project management systems like Trello, like Asana, like Basecamp. Monday.com is actually a really great solution as well. We're using it um, uh, now uh, these last few months. For different reasons, we're still in Trello. Trello is our main thing, um, but it's actually a really great tool to centralize communications and do other things in there we're doing. Uh, but something like that, uh, you know, get away from email if you want to, you know, uh, keep your sanity. Uh, so, I mean, it's hard, right? There's going to be some clients that just going to refuse to use anything else, but uh, there are things you can do to still, still help you. Um, like Monday.com. The other thing, uh, so I got two more things. Um, the other thing is rising to the occasion. Um, I think we had this really, uh, if you're, if you're working, uh, if you have clients, you have customers, um, sometimes you just really have to step up to help that customer or that client, right? You have to put everything aside no matter what other crazy stuff is going on and be like, okay, they really need help. We have a client that, uh, they're more of a direct client. They're not an agency per se. They're a digital marketing company, but, and they do a lot of promotions and stuff. They have a huge, huge launch coming up and we've been helping. We actually help them all the time. Anyway, we're doing a lot of, we do a lot of front end. They actually have their own back end team. Uh, so we do the, the front end and we do some features and stuff and, and other random things some design work for them as well. But uh, this last week, they, things were crazy. And so they're behind their way, you know, and there's a, a lot of things going on. There's content being made on the fly. There's all this stuff happening, right? And I'm keeping an eye on this. I have a developer that's dedicated to it. They're, you know, doing all this stuff. And, but there was a point where I was watching the thread and I saw there was other, something else mixed in. They needed a solution for GDPR, like cookie, a cookie um, notice on their website. Uh, you know, when you go to a website, you can click accept cookies or whatever. And, um, and they were looking for it to be implemented in a certain way. And they were looking for solutions and so I kind of jumped in there. I'm like, okay, you know, kind of assessing what they needed exactly. They, they didn't 
everything that was on the market or out there available out of the box uh, was too either too much or just too complicated. And so, and so this was, I think, uh, a couple days ago, uh, earlier in the week. Uh, this is this is a Friday. I'm recording this, so I think it was earlier in the week, maybe Tuesday. Um, I said, you know, we can. I think you need something custom. We can just build something real custom and simple for you that will do this. We can, you know, we had some examples of how it could look and stuff already. And, and it was a matter of, okay, I have the perfect guy that can do this. Uh, when do you need it? Uh, we need ASAP. Uh, would it overnight be okay? Uh, and he was like, yes. And so they needed it. Um, but my, they I had a developer already working full time on other stuff for them. And, and, they're a little shy of getting other people, you know, involved because uh, they need stuff done and done right and all that. Like I got the perfect person. I'll have them build it, and um, and so it was a matter of we're gonna save the day on this. You know, you, she can keep focused on what she's doing. They can keep focused on what they're doing. Whatever. Um, and then we're gonna take this. I got somebody else that can help with this. And we did overnight. We got it built. Um, I described what we, was needed. My developer developed it in the morning. I looked at it. I presented it, the demo, and uh, it, they needed some tweaks. It was still a little too complicated or did something that, you know, wasn't quite right. So I actually, and that's one of the values that I kind of bring to the table because I code and I, I'm, pro, you know, no web development and stuff. So I was able to take what the custom feature that, my developer did overnight and also modify it, understand the code and modify it and uh, deliver exactly what they needed. And so that's a matter of, of, I guess the, why I'm sharing that is it was a, it was a situation where um, we came to the rescue. You know, you have to identify your clients are going to be in different states as time goes on. Sometimes they're in just a normal state. Sometimes they're quiet down. Sometimes, depending on what they're doing for promotions, what's happening in the, in the company, uh, but sometimes fires happen, or sometimes things are really, really critical. And in those moments, you have to look. Maybe your other clients are good. We did have another launch <laughs> last week. We had other things going on. I'm like, they really need this. We had a, I had to slot it in because we had other things we were doing. We were also doing stuff that needed had deadlines and stuff. I'm like, I'm going to slot this in to help that client and make them happy. And, and that's, that's what we did. So they're ecstatic. Um, that's how you build good relationships, good rapport, good, um, and, you know, have a, a client that's going to love you um, and uh, will be with you for a long time. So um, the last thing I want to just touch on, and then I got to get back to work, <laughs> is uh, designing based on context. Uh, this is another example. A few weeks back, I designed a members area. My, my, uh, it wasn't myself. It was, I might have even mentioned this on a previous podcast where I worked with one of my, uh, uh, one of my, someone on my team uh, that also does design. And we worked together on this. So basically, I came up with uh, a direction. She did the original mock-ups. Then I took those mock-ups, modified those mock-ups, um, uh, kind of changed things, you know, around or whatever, gave it back to her. I said, okay, I did this and I'll do this. And then we went back and forth for like three or four days, got this thing done. And then we presented it to the company we were uh, doing this for, and they have a brand person 
um, that was like, what is this? <laughs> uh, they're like, we're, you know, where is the discovery process? Where are, this looks like a wireframe. We, all this, we started kind of ripping it apart. So the detailed enough, it's not, you know, you know, this has to be more, you know, iterative process and all this stuff. And so, and he was right. He's right. You know what? This, uh, if it was done properly, we would have had meetings. We would have had uh, a style guide. You know, we would be talking about the branding and layouts and going back and forth and talking about all kinds of stuff. But he didn't understand the context. The context was we had an existing members area and we needed to make it better, look better, improve the design. And we needed to make it do it really, really quick. Uh, there was a launch <laughs> and we only had a few weeks and now I also know development so as I'm designing it I know that they have a back-end team that needs to implement things and that back-end team is already very very busy <laughs> and we're not going to we need to build it in a way that's better than what they have that, that does integrate their brand and branding, it's a nice looking, it's a nice looking design. Okay, I'll say that. I designed it, of course. I'm a little biased, but it was nice. And actually, there are people that actually really loved it. Um, and but it was the brand guy. It was like, uh, you know, this is not enough. But but nothing against the brand guy. I call him brand the brand guy. Uh, but not, nothing against the other designer, brand guy, whatever. I understand. That's totally right. But we have a very small time frame to do this. It needs to get to my friend and developer really, really quick so she can build it and then get that to their back end folks to integrate all the content. It's all a custom build. So it's not like something just plug and, you know, like plug and play. This is, this has to be built. So um, there was no way to go through that process in this, in this situation. So if you're, uh, doing projects for anybody. And this could be, this could probably be applied to a lot of different things, marketing, uh, if you're providing marketing services or any other kinds of services, it could be uh, applied to a lot of different things. But sometimes it's really important that you don't get too married to what the right way of doing things is. Because the, the right way of doing things, um, there's an old saying out there, like money loves speed. Like, <laughs> Like you, you need to do things fast sometimes to, to make money or, you know, when there's a deadline launch or whatever, you have to do things with that time frame, or the limitations, whatever those limitations are, have to be considered in the design process. Um, we might skip, well, we're not going to skip probably the mock-ups, but maybe the mock-ups are not perfect mock-ups. Like I even delivered, like I delivered different, you know, viewport sizes in a mobile version but only so much. I only went so far because I only had so much time. I didn't do this massive like <laughs> thing. I'm like enough where I knew that my front end developer could come in and build that and it would be enough to improve what they have in that. So, so that's really, really important. And any project like that is to understand the context. Know that there are certain situations where you do 
have to take shortcuts. That doesn't mean you're going to deliver something bad, but you're going to limit the scope of it so that you can make the client happy and uh, they can make some money. Right? All right. Well, I'm going to get back to it. Um, I have a bunch of things to do yet today. I have to uh, I have to go uh, figure out why there's there's an issue with a cart out there. Somebody's for some reason there's uh, customers that uh, uh, are showing up that didn't pay anything but feel like they have access or something. I'm not sure. Got to figure that out. There's a bug in the system. Um, preparing uh, some other clients uh, for uh, Black Friday. Uh, we've got some uh, special features. i got to review those, make sure they're done right. Uh, they got uh, So their promotions will show up on their website at a certain time frame. Um, and i got to catch up with other teamwork, uh, things that are being done. Um, yeah. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, we have this, uh, we still have launch situations going on where I have to keep my my ears to the to the tracks this weekend and make sure there's no uh, fires or urgent things that we need to do there. A lot of things going on. So I'm going to get back at it. Uh, thanks for listening today. Um, I'm going to send it off to the uh, guy that talks in the exit uh, to talk about how, uh, how uh, this was such a great episode. And I hope you enjoyed it. Please like and subscribe. <laughs> talk to you next time. Bye-bye. That's all for today's episode. I hope you enjoyed that. Again, Please subscribe if you haven't already and give us a thumbs up if we deserve it. If you want to comment on this podcast or provide me with requests on topics for future episodes, please find your way to thebuilders.fm. You can contact me there or add a comment under these show notes. Now a word from our sponsor, Unified Web Design. That's my agency. We build custom websites, features, we maintain websites, we work with agencies to fulfill their web design and development needs, and more. If you're interested in our services or looking for an agency to work with as a partner to build awesome sites for your clients, feel free to reach out to me at unifiedwebdesign.com. There's a handy contact me link at the top. Fill out that form and it will open a ticket and that ticket will find its way to me. Thanks for joining me today. We'll see you next time.